Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Oilers Now on this fine Monday afternoon. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you for a week. Bob Stoffer enjoying some well-earned time away from the show. You know he's he's not unplugged from the hockey world even for half a second, but at least we'll give him the midday off. Be with the family, be near That's some right. fresh air if you can find it. Uh, probably not <laughs> finding much of it near, near Edmonton, but uh, I don't even know where Bob's at, and I think that that's just fine. That's great. <laughs> Parts unknown. Parts unknown is right. Uh, So you get uh, myself and Cam or a combination of the two of us over the course of the next week. I will have football duties a couple of times, so you will have Cam solo tomorrow and Thursday as well. But in the meantime, we've got plenty loaded up for you here on this Monday show and lots of time for you to have your say as well. Our NHL insider, John Shannon, going to stop by about a half hour or so out of the Okanagan and get some thoughts on, uh, well, just about anything. It's summertime, baby. We can talk about anything we want to, and it's kind of fun as, as as long as we're not running out of things to say. But in reality, we shouldn't do that. We are professionals. 105, you are going to help us out. We'll open the phone lines up. Friday, it kind of took the turn of what the goaltending situation is going to look like for Edmonton next year. Your level of faith in that combination. I'm going to leave it wide open. We can certainly have have the uh, the show take a life of its own as it often does and we'll we'll figure out in an hour from now exactly what you want to talk to us about that's just fine george larock big george coming up at 135 today as well you want to get in touch you can do so on the river cree resort casino hotline 780-496-0063 don't miss mackenzie porter live at the river cree friday september 1st tickets now available at rivercreeresort.com river cree resort and casino you know, excitement, bet on it. Top story today. Well, it happened over the weekend, and that, as we did well expect, was that uh, Raphael Lavoie is uh, re-upping with the organization for another two years, $874,000, just just a little bit over that, actually, per season. So this slots in, yes, a little bit over that league minimum, but he led the Condors in scoring last year, 25 goals. So somebody that you're looking at uh, potentially filling a fourth-line role and being one of those smaller but hopefully effective dollar values that you could have, Cam, as a as a contributing fourth line right winger, let's say. I yeah, he's he's a guy that, you know, he's betting on himself at this point to get him get an opportunity at the NHL level. And the way he played in the second half of the season by all accounts in Bakersfield, he has he's pushing the envelope. Uh, one-year contract. Did I say two? It's actually one. Mistaken, but yes. Yeah, he's he's got an, a year here to to prove himself that he can get to the NHL level, 
and and be ready to go. So I, I you know, we'll see. Training camp's going to determine that. The preseason's going to determine that. But they're not unexpected that uh, that he signed that deal. Although I, I think some thought that it might be closer to league minimum. It is a two way deal, so he gets paid a different salary if he's in the American Hockey League. Now this is one where he was out of options previously, so they would have had to basically expose him to waivers to send him down. Yeah. I wonder, and this is where I, I need a salary cap expert here for this deal. Does this enable them to? send him down with more flexibility than they would have had previously, we'd have to dig into that a little bit. Because yeah, I, I don't know that for it, sure. It, exactly, right? Like, this is a player you didn't want to expose to waivers, although there was a school of thought out there that, oh, some, some, some if not most teams, have a raffle of in their system. I don't necessarily know that that's the case. He's a big body. He's got second-round draft capital from 2019, 136 pro games to his credit now with 81 points. So he's a player that you're actually starting to put one yeah. foot in front of the other with, uh, particularly last year. And and so I'm, I'm not sure you want to take a risk on somebody else's asset when you've already invested the time and that sort of thing into developing your own. Now, let's let's hear from him. This is the top, the top story today, as I mentioned, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for one year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Let's hear from Raph Lavoie. We always uh, we sort of do a little give and take thing with the Oilers um, team and Jamie Umba, one of the uh, one of the pieces of Oilers TV and the Oilers web team did sit down with Raph Lavoie a little earlier on in the offseason, just talking about some of the elements of what was a breakout 22-23 campaign um, emerging through injury to even get this far. You're going to have to mind the background music a little bit here, but uh, this is what Lavoie had to say on, on coming through injury and arriving uh, where he did this year. It was hard, you know, you that was my first uh, major injury, I want to say. I had uh, had a lot, to, a lot to work through and a lot to uh, to get done. And I've, I've I worked through it. I had a lot of help from all the trainers in Edmonton and in Bakersfield and back home also. And um, yeah, now I'm now I'm feeling good and it's 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 fun to play hockey. That's some groovy music they got going there. I like in it. In the background, uh, Raphael Lafoy talking again to Jamie Umba of the Oilers, uh, talking about finding his offensive game. Finished with 25 goals to lead Bakersfield last season. As an example, just how have you been able to score or learn more about scoring those goals at this level? Well, you know, goalies goalies are really good. You can't beat them from distance anymore, as I learned from playing. So you got you just got to get the puck to the to the paint, and then you gotta you gotta get some greasy ones and call them. So that's what I've been trying to focus on: getting in front of the net and just getting some some goals like that. That not necessarily you need to have a good shot for. You just you're just at the paint and you're you're creating some chances like that. You know, I'm just going out there and trying to trying the best I can do, show what I have, and we'll see we'll see whatever happens in the future. There's a spot there to be earned without a doubt this year at training camp. And it's not like he's one of these undersized players that's going to have to show a whole bunch of tenacity. He is a monster of a man that really can lean into the physical skills that he's been blessed with. And as he's saying, just get to the front of the net and good things will happen. Well, yeah, especially when you're 6'4 plus. Yeah, and a right shot. Mm -hmm. You know, a guy that uh, great numbers in junior. 
And, you know, it's taken a couple of years in the American League because it is a big jump from, from major junior to the American Hockey League and to get accustomed to, to that level of play and then have some impact in the second half of last year. So he's he's trending up. I'm, I would think at some point, I don't know if it's going to be out of training camp, but at some point during the year, he's going to get a look at the NHL level and see if he can take advantage of that opportunity. But he's right there. You've put in the time and the effort to develop this player to get him to this point, and now you just want to see him just get over that last hurdle to become a regular NHLer. And if that's the case, then you're like, wow, that was a, that was a really good second-round pick. This is interesting here. So I'll give credit to actually a buddy of mine, Cam Lewis, who writes uh, for Oilers Nation. But he, he's broken down the contract here. And, and because it's a qualifying offer that has been expected, a qualifying offer uh, apparently becomes a one-way contract if a player has played 180 NHL games over the previous three seasons or was claimed off waivers the pre- previous season. Neither one of those things would apply to Lavoie. Obviously, I think he's only at, uh, what, 136, a mere American Hockey League games. So uh, to me, that should still be a two-way yep. deal then based on on that logic. And that kind of roster flexibility is going to be important because I, I don't think this player is ready out of the gates for a full NHL season by any means. He's the type of guy who maybe gets some time and then goes back down and figures out exactly how to utilize all the, the new space. Like that's that. And Hamblin told us, James Hamblin told us this last week, when somebody comes up to the next level of hockey and then has an opportunity to go back down and see really how much time they have to work with I really think that that's that's a huge key in how development happens right getting to understand the the timing and the, and that sort of thing getting the pucks quicker so that you have that extra half second to think that that is to me what makes the difference between a first year pro and a fifth year pro yeah you once you've at first it feels like it's all coming way too fast and and it's difficult to process but then like you say if you get up at the the NHL level you see it the the game at its absolute peak then go back down to the American Hockey League realize you got a little bit more time than you think but you need to create some of that time too and that's part of the development that's that's all of it and that's something that uh, Raphael Lavoie I would think at some point over the course of this year is going to experience uh, that being NHL games and you know I guess we'll see I mean, that's what training camps for that's what the preseason's for is to see how far along your prospects uh, have come and hopefully uh, Raphael Lavoie continues to trend up yeah, and uh, well, you know, he's kind of the one that everybody is looking at to make that transition this year, given the year that he had in Bakersfield. So we'll we'll see what he looks like coming out of training camp. Obviously, a lot more uh, peace of mind and probably a much clearer direction or a very clear direction after having a solid pro season of what the club wants him to do in order to help um in order to help impact things at the club yeah. at the Oilers level next year. This team will need that kind of contribution just as much as Lavoie wants to come up and, and make that contribution at the next level. Yeah, and you know, he's in a group with I would say, you know, Xavier Borgo mm-hmm. with James Hamblin. Uh those would be guys that you would think are are right really close to uh, coming up and, and getting a look. And last year, James Hamblin got a look, played 10 games, and, and I don't think he looked out of place at all. Uh, and was able to, uh, when you noticed him out there, he didn't, I don't think he put up any points, but 
you got to think that the next opportunity that he gets, he'll be uh, ready for it. So, yeah, those are players that, as far as the forwards go, I, I think are are really close. And again, preseason and uh, training camp will also help sort things out. Yeah, certainly. And when you've got, obviously, the, the likes of McDavid and Dreisaitl like, taking up 15% of the salary cap individually, yeah. uh, you, you got to have guys that are contributing on rookie-level deals. And that's simply put, that is that is everybody around the league. Tell me what Ty <laughs> Delandria and Wyatt Johnson meant to Dallas this year. And Dallas isn't even contending with big contracts like that. You look at every single team around the NHL and you have to have that kind of contribution on an entry-level deal, which is, that's not new. This nope. is definitely we've talked about with respect to Dylan Holloway etc before Raph Lavoie is just the guy who most falls into that category this year and hey now they've got him at least for one more year again the day's news the top story $874,125 I hope he spends that extra five wisely uh, you heard from uh, from Lavoie in our audio vault there for our friends at Direct Workwear they bring you women's workwear it's a women's only workwear store opening soon just just four doors down from Direct Workwear on Gateway Boulevard. Check them out at womensworkwear.ca. We'll step out on time, Aiden. How does that sound today? Oh. We'll, we'll get out of here and we'll get to a break. When we come back, some texts from you, no doubt, and also fill you in on the rest of the weekend's news from the hockey world in NHL today. It's Brendan and Cam with you all week long on Oilers Now. Brendan and Cam with you. Let's take a look around the NHL. NHL Today is brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Uh, Matthias Michelli signing his second contract with the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, was he not a finalist for the Calder Trophy last year? I believe he was. It was a either way um, a bright spot for the Coyotes, um, but not the biggest name to sign. Oh no. Connor Bedard with his entry-level contract signed on his 18th birthday. He signed, sorry, he was drafted with all the pedigree, everything he accomplished, everything he did this year. He was 17 years yeah. old. That is absolutely perplexing to me. <laughs> 71 goals, 72 assists. Um, I, I, I don't want to stand here on my soapbox, but just for what it's worth, I mean, you've got a generational talent about to enter the league, and he's over the next three years, and endorsements will take care of the rest of this, but $950,000 as the maximum amount that an NHL player can make, not, not just any NHL player, we're talking about somebody who's probably going to fundamentally change a franchise, and if not, um, you know, the league over the course of his career. And... He, like a guy that gets drafted seventh overall in the NFL gets probably 20 times that over the course of his rookie contract. So uh, the discrepancy is something else. But nevertheless, uh, again, I say I'm sure the the endorsements cam will make up for yeah. this. And I'm sure Bedard will be well taken care of over the course of his career. It's just, just a little silly on paper when I see it that way. I would like to know because I I. I don't know for sure. I just know there's a bunch of bonuses in there, and I don't know how that counts against the cap because his his cap hits 950. That's what it is. That's what his uh, what his his salary is. But I, I know there's there's bonuses in there, and I don't know if because it's the entry level deal. I don't know if that gets pushed. To the, I don't. I can't tell you that. You know who 
probably would be able to tell us is Hart Levine from Puckpedia. So I wonder if that's somebody we track down a little later on this week to answer some of these finite gap-related questions. That's that's what he's on the roster for, and you know that he loves jumping on board. Um, Elsewhere in the league, the Ducks signing Lucas Dostal, goaltender, Mm -hmm. former third-round pick, two years, $775,000 there. Remember, he came in to town, and uh, he hung a loss on the Edmonton Oilers. He He was almost solely responsible for in the middle of December. They couldn't get a puck by him. Jets signing uh, Morgan Barron, two years, $1.35 million AAV there. Uh, Nike has permanently ended the Hockey Canada sponsorship in the wake of the sexual assault scandal that's been going on for several months now, but uh, officially ending it. A lot of ESSO, for example, Tim Hortons, these are companies that have suspended their sponsorships. Nike is saying, we're done after 20 plus years of a partnership there. Um, and the other one, I guess, is that Evander Kane, no longer a part of the Hockey, Hockey Diversity Alliance, of which he was one of the founding members, along with Akeem Aliou and uh, Matt Dumba, some other members of that. He comes out and says on Friday that uh, they've sort of lost the plot, in his opinion. There's some personal agendas creeping into the picture, and he no longer wants to be a part of it. And then today, the Hockey Diversity Alliance clapping back and saying that with Evander's bankruptcy case, he legally could not sit in the same position in the Hockey Diversity Alliance that he originally assumed. Uh, and that's due to some governing authority in Canada as far as nonprofits go. So he he apparently couldn't actively participate the way that the Hockey Diversity Alliance had originally intended for. So, again, I say the philosophies behind the attempting to do right and integrate, you know, what they were and, and partner with the NHL, uh, that was that was lost in the fold. And then you have the NHL coming up with its own player inclusivity alliance or whatever they've called it um, with with twenty players of their basically their own hand picked version of the same thing and I know that that really upset the the original members of the HDA so if you've been seeing any of this online that's basically the extent of my knowledge of of, of what's taking place um, just seeing what Kane said late last week and then the uh, the response from the HDA specifically today saying okay well we understand where Evander's at but he genuinely legally couldn't sit where we needed him to sit in this anymore so well yeah how, however that goes I know Evander is going to do good things in the community. That's all he has done he since has he been. has come to, yeah. come to Edmonton. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, however this works out, this works out. I just know that uh, Evander has been very committed off the ice to doing good things, and I'm sure he will continue to do so. Yeah, I have no doubt about that. and very excited to... You know, with a full healthy season of him, think yeah. about think about 31 regular strength goals already as a member of the Oilers. And essentially, like he got half a season when he first arrived and he sort of had a late start there. And we know what last season was dealing with an injury that I'm not so sure many other players in the league would have come back for and certainly not in the timeline that he did. So with a full year, full off season worth of training, a full year with these Oilers and, and and that sort of thing. I really, really wonder what the ceiling is for Evander Kane and, and how he could really help usher this team along because he is a little bit of that pea and vinegar that this team lacks in other elements of the roster, I would suggest. Yes, and he brings a lot to that table. And with the 
exit of Clem Costin that mm-hmm. takes some toughness out of your lineup. It's good that you have that that uh, that jam that Evander Kane brings. Now you you don't want him fighting, and you you don't want him in the penalty box more than he absolutely has to be. But still, it's it's good to have that that element because it it creates opportunity it does on the ice it absolutely does well and when there's people out there thinking they're going to blank around now they know they might have to find out (laughs) simply put that is true (laughs) it it does change the dynamic on the ice for sure absolutely it does so there is the latest from nhl today we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with randy kilburn on the other side we'll connect with our nhl insider john shannon soaking up the sun in bc's okanagan we'll find out how much fun that's been when we come back.